Here I go again Same old boss, same old friend It's just my place for security Place I call friends like you and me Here I go again Welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show podcast. We are coming to you live. We're recording live, I should say. I always say live, but it's recording live. It's live for me, recording live at the Full Circle Book book Co-op in beautiful downtown Sioux Falls, the best little city in America. We are, of course, here at 123 West 10th Street. Uh, you can come by the Full Circle Book Co-op. They've, it's a fine, fine place, as I, as I like to say. It's the finest uh, libertarian left-leaning. No, 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 I got that wrong. It's a conservative communist left-leaning libertarian bookstore and cafe in all the land. And uh, we are here where we record this podcast uh, most Tuesday nights, about 5.30. And uh, we uh, like to do this before the public input portion of the uh, of program down here in conjunction with City Council, where we play City Council Bingo. every two, whenever, whenever there's a meeting, which is the first three Tuesdays of every month, we play City Council Bingo. We watch the City Council meeting on the big screen. Uh, it's an, it's a uh, MST3K situation where we make fun of the, the, the public officials. I haven't, I haven't seen... One of your new bingo cards. Well, they're the you know way. they're they're available. Uh, that of course uh, that of course is the uh, uh, voice of my guest today. I'm very happy to have City Councilor Teresa Staley on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa! See, they love you, Teresa. Thank you. The the people love you, Teresa. And I love, other people. Don't. I love the people. Yeah, you do, don't I do you? Love the people, yes. Um. Uh, before we get going too far, I have to mention that this is a sponsored podcast, Teresa. Okay. Th- this is no low rent. This this is a sponsored podcast. Our sponsor, of course, Northview Bait and Tackle. Your home for live bait, dead tackle, propane, propane accessories, U-Haul, self-storage, and high-end dog and cat food. Northview Bait and Tackle. It's over on North Kiwanis, just off Russell. Stop in. See the boys over there at Northview for all your uh, bait needs as a... Uh, uh, as uh, uh, the common man said once, it's the best place to get worms in all the town. So there you go, unless you're a dog. <laughs> Still funny. It's funny to me, Teresa. It's not funny to you. I understand that. But um, So anyway, thanks for coming. Well, And, you know, this is the first time I've been at the Full Circle book. Come on. Yes. Yes. And so I, I might just have to promote this on my Facebook page. You should. I, I used to love going to that used bookstore on Phillips Avenue. Remember that? Yeah. The, the, the bookshop. bookshop. Yes. I loved it. I was so sad when they left. I know. So I am a big, big supporter of, of a books. bookstores like this. Yeah. You really know, neat. the bookshop really was a, kind of an amazing place. They had, what, 30,000 books in there. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun to roam around. Oh, it was big. I loved it. This place is a lot like that, only they have beer. There you go. So that's why I have a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and wine and coffee and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, food. They have a menu. Sure. So you, they encourage people to maybe take a book. Sit to, yeah. Kind of like bars and nobles. Well, look at this lovely space yeah. we have here. Yes. Last week we were in the uh, scriptorium back there. Which was fun because we were all a little tighter. It was more of a community conversation than this sort of a. So, event. what's your relationship to this? Um, I mean, do, are, do you? I just love these guys. Okay. I'm just friends, friends of the store, and uh, they're good guys. Uh, Jason and Sean mm-hmm. own this place, started it. Uh, it's a spinoff of South Dakota Rights and the uh, uh, 
South Dakota spoken word people. They got together, formed a nonprofit. Okay. Cool. And it's it's yeah. This is this is where it's happening, yes, Tracy. Yes, you have to get yes, down here yes, more. Yes. Yes. Well. How they, are you supposed they, to stay in touch with the people when this? You. Well, hey, my friend, I I, <laughs> I am staying in touch with a lot of people. So yeah, it's nice to be invited to come to a venue like this. And so thank you. You're welcome. Um, we're going to talk about some issues here in a moment, but okay. um, uh, you know, just on a personal note, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I just started uh, back to teaching. I teach uh, private piano. I teach voice at USF, and so that I've got fabulous students. I love that. Very life-giving. And I direct a church choir at St. Therese. We start, we're starting up this weekend. So. Um, Do you miss the old St. Therese? Well, uh, yeah, I, I Not was a member of the old St. Therese, yeah. and then I was uh, Father Simple. Uh, actually hired me to start the choir in the new St. Therese 20 years ago. So. Oh, wow. So I've been... I should mention my mother is here in the audience. Did you y see my yes, mother? Yes, I've met your mother before. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah she was right. at St. Yes. Therese for many years. Uh, one school year, little known fact, one school year I was actually uh, employed by St. Therese. Okay. I took the collection, pocketed it. No. <laughs> it's not true. I only took a little bit. No, and I calculated all the... Uh, you learn some very interesting things when you're tabulating the church collection plate. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to the grave with it, but I'm saying it's yeah, in Yeah, I think that's why you usually here. have two people pounding that up. Yeah, that's that probably a good idea. Yes. <laughs> in retrospect, yeah, would have been good for the church. Um, but you're out at the new place. When we call it new, it's yes, what? Yeah, 20 years old. 20 years yes. old. And the other, the other one is now Our Lady of Guadalupe. So yeah, that. which is lovely. Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, you're doing all that. You're very busy. I'm very busy. I, I turned 61 last March. And, and this is three and a half years on the council. And you know, someone would have said when you, you're turning 60, 61, you're going to work harder than you've ever worked in your life. I would have said, you're crazy. But I am. I, and I'm, there are times that I don't have time to eat. I've, I've gone without much sleep sometimes. Uh, I've given this whole thing my heart and soul. No, I, know. I really have. So it's been meaningful, and the best part of it is helping the citizens of our community. Well, you look good. And thank you. Look, you. you look refreshed. Thank you. you. Like you haven't been starving and <laughs> de sleep deprived. <laughs> thank you. So that's a good sign. Thank you. Um, you've got a lot going on, and we're going to talk about, you know, in our limited time together. Sure. We'll talk about a lot of stuff. Um, but I'm going to ask you the hard question. It's not the hard question. I'm going to ask you a political question okay. right out of the gate. Sure. Uh, what are you going to run for? I'm not, right now, I'm not running for anything. Are you going to run for re-election? That, you know, Patrick, uh, right now I am um, serving the people. You and, have to make a decision and, and I, pretty soon. Well, you really don't. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, there's no time limit on when I have to make a decision. No, and you only need like 12 so, signatures. You, no, you need 200. Wow, 212. And, and, and as Unless I, you're David Zetitis or Zetitis. Yeah, that's, or yeah that was kind of a sad. Yeah, then, <laughs> that was sad. But, but I, what I want to say is that I, and I said it earlier, I, I love the people of this community and it's been an honor to serve the people. And I will say and I've, that I'm, I'm praying about you know, where I go in my future here. So you might so, not run. I mean, you so put I, in your yeah, time, right? I'm not committed one way or the other, yeah. Are, would, you, would you just do it, would you not do it because you're just tired? It takes a lot of time, right? And it's maybe, is it just too much time? Well, no, I'm not going to say it's too much time. And I think these past uh, years, I've learned how to balance the, uh, the, the weight of, of the concerns of the constituency. Um, and that's, that's been a, 
a good thing to learn the rhythm of how if someone reaches out and then how I how I actually help that person. I think and, that's and a nice way to say separate the crazies from the non-crazies. No, no, because I don't I don't have many. No, I okay. wouldn't say I have crazies. Yeah. No, that's fair. But I, I will also I want the public to know that you know when we're creating these ordinances, it doesn't just happen overnight. No. I mean, it's a long process to bring something to a vote in the council. So that I've, there's constantly things that we're addressing on this. Um, yeah. You know. So um, why would you run again? You know, why I would run again is I, I believe that we need balance on the council. Mm -hmm. And um, I, right now, the, the person who is, is running um, for my, my position is, is a banker, is a, a, a business person, um, has a different thrust than I do. And, and I think we need to have diversity on the council. So um, I, I, that's why I ran after Kermit said, Kermit Steger said he wasn't running. I, I got in because I thought we're gonna lose that perspective. When, now that you've been in the chair for three years, three and a half years, whatever it is, um, and after all those years of being involved and watching Kermit, do you have a different perspective on his stance? Kermit used to say to me, Teresa, I have very low expectations. <laughs> now, it was sad. I, I, when he said that to me, I, I, I felt sad. And um, now I think I can relate to what he meant because he was a man who, well, he, he had no support. And you know, it takes two to get something on the agenda. Mm -hmm. and, and Kermit used to say Kenny Anderson would sometimes go with him and, and sign off on something, but many times nobody would go with him on his mm -hmm. ideas. So you just, it never sees the light of day. Dr. No. Yeah. And so the beautiful thing about my journey here has been that I've had Pat Starr along the way, and Pat has been very willing to partner up and maybe step outside the box and, and to present things that maybe aren't, aren't gonna set well with the administration necessarily, go along, get along, but it, it brings issues to the forefront. And Janet Brecky has been, had the same energy. Um, we've talked about this before and uh, nothing against Mr. Sale, okay. Um, but 100, was 100, 150 votes in his race between he and um, um, Zach DeBoer? I believe it was, it was not very many. Well, well, yeah, I thought it was closer to 50. That was, so that many votes was the difference between two very different councils. Because if Zach DeBoer would have been on the council, nothing against anybody who was on there, but if he would have been on the council, it would have been a completely different mix because then you've got four for a lot of stuff. Right? Don't well, you think that you, you'd be... You know what? You can never, you never right. really know what you're going to have. You right. can think during a campaign that a person's going to go a certain way, you never really know how the the, the inner commitment to a, to a person's mm -hmm. issues until they've actually been tested through the. Yeah. And ninety five percent of it is eight to zero. Yeah, right? yeah per, great point. Yeah, thank I mean, you. There's not yes. that many things that are actually of contention. And I wish that it was all. It could always be eight to zero. Well, that's not. But but I mean, no, you don't because then then you've got some sort of weird. No, no. Uh, let, let me say. Let me. The reason being that um, the when these contentious things have arisen through the last three and a half years, like the, the parking ramp. Mm -hmm. The, the golf course contract. Mm -hmm. Well, the administration building, when we first came out of the gate in 2016, mm -hmm. very contentious history with that. Mm -hmm. I think the public's forgotten what we went through with that thing. Mm -hmm. 
But those things arise, and, and th that's what I mean is I'd rather, I wish those things weren't so difficult uh, in that I have to stand up against it. Do you, you not know? like conflict? Do I not like conflict? Or do you like conflict? I, 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 I will accept conflict when it's for the greater good. Does it make you, you know? uncomfortable? No. I when you get done with a contentious meeting, do you, are you, is, your, is your blood pressure up and you go home and you can't sleep? Well, there have been nights when I can't sleep, yeah. Because yeah. of the arguing? Right? Not I mean, the arguing. Well, it's not arguing. It is public debate, and there is a difference, right? Well, it, 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 hopefully it is a respectful public debate. I would say it, has, it, it hasn't always played out that way. Mostly, though. I mean, this There's is not... Been, I mean, I've seen a lot worse public debates than what we have. In, sometimes I think people overblow the conflict, right? Like they make too much of the, the, the disagreement. Well what, I, well, what I hear from people is they want consensus, you know, we need to all be together, and, and that's, I don't like, think that's good government. So I do think we need to have a respectful There has dialogue. to be tension yes. of ideas. But, but when you, ha and that's why I, I really am so grateful for Janet Brecky and Pat Starr. We Do you know, don't I don't know if you know this or not. She used to be city attorney. Well, I knew. I, re oh, I remember okay. when she was. But we don't, <laughs> we don't agree on everything, but we can, we will get, we'll talk about an issue and we're going back and forth and, you know, we put our, our ideas out there and that's the way it should be. You two don't always agree. No, we don't always agree. And we've, and no, we don't. But I, I care about her and I care about all the people on the council. I want you to know that. Well, you're um, a humanist. Well, I'm a... I won't call you a secular humanist like me, but no, you're a humanist. I'm, well, I'm, I'm a... You're a Catholic. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. No, I'm a you Christian. Can, well, I'm, you can I'm say I'm that. Christian. It's okay. Yeah, I'm a Christian. This is, this is an idea-free zone. But I do, I do care about people, and I try to, I try to help people. Do you... Um, you do take an... Uh, you are very open to input, like from, from people... Um, you've got a newsletter you send out, you put your phone number and everybody else's in there, which I thought was pretty comical when um, you first started doing your newsletter and other counselors were upset that their contact information was yeah, on Rex there. Yeah, Counselor Rex Rolfing. He was very upset. And I said, I said, you know, I'll, I said, I'll put your phone number anywhere. I'll write it on the inside of a bathroom stall if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> For a good time. Case, case, case in point, th that we are elected officials, and uh, that needs to be out there. You know, call us. That's what it's there for. I thought that was a little, it wasn't like you were given his home phone number, which is probably in the phone No, book. I was giving Rex out. Rex is probably still in the phone No, book. I was giving out our the, the phone number on the city website. Yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was the height of his absurdity, don't you think? Uh, well, no. <laughs> no, I, I think you might say that was the tip of the iceberg. Okay. <laughs> but. All right. Well, uh, enough of politics, right? Right? That's, that's Okay. We're going to talk about, I mean, okay. in terms of electoral politics that, for, next, fine. for okay. next spring. Yes. But, you know, you're going to run, so let's just get yeah. on with it. Um, just get the petition. Get it over yeah. with. Um, let's talk, uh, first of all, you've just come from informational. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. October 1. 2019. Yes. Uh, and you've just come from informational where, uh, did the bees come up? Are you, are we? Be beekeeping. You're, so you're big into beekeeping now. Tell, tell, first of all, tell us um, how you got into this issue. Let me say that Facebook has been a great um, way for me to, to get a, a feel of what might 
resonate in the community. And so months ago, the Argus Leader uh, had an article about beekeeping, and they were pointing out the, the fact that we're teaching beekeeping classes in our town, Mm -hmm. but there's no legislation to allow for beekeeping. So it's in, it's in essence illegal to have a beehives. And I saw the article and I posted it on Facebook and I was amazed at the amount of people who commented that they thought beekeeping would be a cool thing. Well, you know, the bee has been named the most endangered animal species on the earth, or most important, I'm sorry, like the, the single most important. Amen, the, amen. So I, I did that and I got all these people were, oh, let us know if you're gonna do something. And, and one thing I try to do, if, if I think there's an issue at hand, I've tried to take an action to help remedy it mm -hmm. with what I can do with a city council position. And this seems pretty simple. And so, well, so we, uh, we I brought together a, the, some city, the attorney's office, animal control, put it out there on, in the media and on Facebook that we were having this meeting. And we met months ago and got feedback and this Tim Olson comes. Now Tim Olson is like the premier beekeeping guru of, of this area. Did he wear the, the, the net no, at the meeting? Because that would have been pretty he, cool. He did bring some hives in. But we got him involved and Councillor Brecky was so excited and, and so we started talking to service groups and, and uh, bringing this up and everywhere we went people were excited about this bee issue. In addition, we met with the park department and we said, could we promote planting more bee-friendly flowers in the parks? And also, as you know, Patrick, that I like flowers too. Yeah, yeah. So you've I, got the veritable bee heaven yes, over at yes. your place. I think one time Pat was coming by my house, I think he said to, that he saw like a d deer or something running out of the <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Couple possums. <laughs> but anyway, ha saying, you know, let's, let's encourage people to plant these things. So there's natural occurring bees all over the place. Right. Um, and then we have a great staff person who researched the, the um, ordinances in Rapid City, Stillwater, Minnesota, and St. Cloud. And we took all that information and put it together into an ordinance that we presented today. Um, and we, it was a draft form. We did it at this informational. So we put it, gave it to the, to the world and we're saying now we'll take feedback. You know, what do you think about this? I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, a counselor. I don't know who it's gonna be. It's gonna be somebody try and rationalize not allowing bees, beekeeping in the city. Do you think that will happen? Uh, uh, well, I, I'll never say never. But you feel uh, but, pretty good about the consensus at this point. Uh, well, never say never. <laughs> but but what, what we did do is we provided for an educational component. You have to take a class. You have to be uh, registered with the city. So Big they government. Keep, oh, wait. Well, they Sorry. keep track of where the hives are because you don't want to have, you know, a whole block of people with hives in the backyard. And we also have, so you have registration and regulation. So those things are going to help to ensure the safety of our community. Oh, that just, that just spells doom for the bee population when you got regulation and uh, Well, except I don't, I think without that, you're not going to, it wouldn't fly because you are going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> It was so, there. I had yeah, to take yeah, it. Okay. But, so is this, uh, you remember the chicken controversy? Yes. This won't be as bad as chickens, right? I, do, I don't These think it's going to be as drawn out as chickens. Remember, and that, the, that chicken thing went on forever. The <laughs> it was the Urban Ag Task Force, and we talked about goats and chickens and 
Raccoons. Pot-bellied pigs. But yes. It was every Pigeons. goats. Goats, yeah. 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 I want to keep some goats, but I can't, can I? I can keep I, chickens, but I can't keep goats. I don't, yeah, I don't think goats are allowed. That's a shame. I love goats. Yeah. Um, so the, the bee thing, so, but what you're going to do then is basically just set up a structure by which I can keep bees. If you want to. And, and it's not cheap to keep bees. I, they said 700 to $1,200 to get set up. But I can sell honey like crazy. Well, ex except, no, not we're not going to allow that many hives. So you, he, what? You'll be able to have honey for your own use and uh, maybe to give some away. But if you're going into like a commercial aspect. No, 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 no. Sort of like the chickens. I mean, you can grow, you can get enough eggs to. Well, from six chickens, I'm not sure how many eggs you're. I think if, that's a lot of eggs, Teresa. Okay. Not selling. I'm just giving oh. to your neighbors. Yeah, give, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be generous. Yeah. Although, you know what happens with those uh, farm fresh eggs? What? That's Sometimes you get a yeah. farm fresh chicken in that thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not pretty. Um, they're good. Uh, so, well, so what stage? We, you presented it today. It, it'll get a first reading soon, right? Yes. Yes. It'll not get a tonight? first reading. No, not tonight. No, okay. probably in two weeks. And then second reading, then boom, second done. Reading. Everybody's buying oh, bees. Hopefully. I, I think there's, there are five counselors who will support it. And why, okay, so let's get down to the rub here, though. Why do you think this is important? Uh, because I think that, that we, if we can do anything to um, facilitate the honeybees, it's, it's a good thing. They, they fly up to two to three miles away from where the hive is going to be. So mm -hmm. just helping that population to, to grow in our community is good. Uh, if people do want some honey for themselves. I'm trying to get you to the save in the earth part. Well, saving the earth. I'm all about saving. I'm an organic gardener. Yes. Pollination. Yes, absolutely, yes. We need pollination. Now, I don't know what happened. We had the great bee collapse of uh, 2017 or whatever it was, but I think that's kind of subsided. The colony collapse. Well, yes. Tim was talking about there's a little parasite that gets yeah. into it, and he's kind of an expert on that, too. But more bees is a good thing. Yeah, I think okay. so. Well, we'll look forward to that. Uh, you did bring a, you brought a list here. I think this is nice. Yeah. Bee and butterfly flowers. Yes. Sedum, I like sedum. Goldenrod, lovely. Phlox, I don't know what phlox is. Zinnias are nice. Tall asters are good. Garlic chives, come on now. Oh, they're We don't need the city smelling like garlic. <laughs> you can use them as an herb, yeah. Okay, Queen Anne's lace, lovely. Zebrina hollyhock. Mm -hmm. Mexican sunflower, what's wrong with regular sunflowers? The Mexican Keep America or, great again. The Mexican's orange and the monarchs love it. It's, okay. Obedient plant, well, I think we all could use a little more of that. Ironweed, Joe Pie weed, I don't know Joe, and bee balm. Those are the people, those are the those plants are you need to plant. I, I've enjoyed growing. There's, there's oh, more okay, there are more. But you have all these in, currently in your lawn? Yes, I do. You're going to have that, uh, your lawn's a little out of, come on now, it's a little out of control, Teresa. I mean, it's lovely, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's kind of busting at the seams. Well, right? it is busting, and I, I have to say, I mean, that, I haven't had as much time to be out in my yard. That's been one of my, somebody might say, what's one of your regrets on the council? One of my regrets Weeds. is that my, I haven't been able to spend the countless hours outside in my love. Of, uh, my, my loves have been put aside. The love of friendship, the love of my garden, uh, I, I, those things, my family, that's taken a back seat because of the Eating, council. sleeping. Yeah. I, well, I've learned, yeah, that's kind of a... Um. So you brought your own agenda, which well, well, most people don't do, but that's okay. I said it was fine. 
You got beekeeping, which we hit, yeah. check. I gotta scratch that one off, can I borrow your pen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna lose track, it's a long agenda. Um, neighborhood Summit. Neighborhood Summit. There's nothing wrong with that. It's well, let up. me talk about the Neighborhood Summit. Our mayor, Mike Huther, here's a shout out to Mike. In fact, I left him a message today. I've Have you read his book, by the way? Or, no, I haven't yet. It's 123 pages, big type. It won't take I long. haven't read. So I, Mike Huther started this Neighborhood Summit. He was a big advocate for the, the neighborhood associations. You know, I'm a big advocate for Neighborhood Watch. I started my mm -hmm. group 20 some years ago. But Huther brought in this association element. So if you see Pettigrew Association, Whittier Association, that was fed by Darren Smith mm -hmm. and Huther. And then he started doing these summits on a Saturday in the fall, and he gives you a little breakfast. It was at the, at the Orpheum and Zabel Theater. And he would bring people in to, to talk. You can never go wrong giving away food. You can never, yes. But the, these associations loved him. And they loved doing this. Well, since 2015, it's been discontinued. So I said to myself, you know, Self. I like, yes, I, the associations, I have a good relationship with them. They write newsletters in my yep, yep. daily report. So I thought, why don't we bring this back? And I asked the council if they would consider paying for the rental of the Anzabel. We own it. A thousand bucks. Sharpen your pencils. Yeah, well, so they they kind of they were like, well, I said I'd like to propose this, and then Janet Brecky said, let's go into the mayor, and ask if he would partner up on this. Mm -hmm. And so we met with him, and he didn't know anything about these neighborhood summits. Well, it was before his time. Yes. So I said, you know, can we can we work with you on this and he said yes and so it's going to be uh this saturday so oh, if, if awesome. people are interested in coming it's uh, you, they do want you to register come on down uh, is it at the uh, zabel yes okay which is part of the orpheum yes which is on phillips yes and i tried to work with darren uh, smith to get a, a better deal now one thing i will do i will always try to negotiate for the best deal possible so you got them yeah. down to what like 900 <laughs> I think I got it out even better than okay, that. Okay, good. So anyway, so that that's coming up. So that'll be a really That's nice Saturday. Time. Okay, got yeah. that one. Check. Okay, nice you. work yes. there, Teresa. Okay, how we do it on time. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I, I got yeah. all the time in the oh, world. Oh, You're yeah, the one that's got a meeting. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to talk about the Whittier Business Neighborhood. Now, let me say. It's tough over there. I saw Handyman on the agenda. They wanted to do a street vacation. Handyman, which is on East End Street, right by the Bishop Dudley yes, House. Yes, and they, they wanted a street vacation, which is they were applying to close a street. I thought, well, that's kind of strange. So I called the city and I said, well, you know, what's this street vacation? And they said, oh, it's just a housekeeping thing. So I called Handyman. I've learned you go to the citizens, too. I mean, the city tells me something. I always try to check it out with the residents. The city. So I called Handyman. I said, what's the street vacation thing? And they have a little driveway on the, the west side of their property. Did you hear the story? Mm -mm. It, so Handyman starts telling me uh, the woes of, of, oh, yeah. of this, the, what's happening with these people, the renegade people leaving the Bishop Dudley. Now, there's 90%, 99% of the people there are, right. are respecting uh, respectful people. Right. But there's a certain element that leaves the building in the morning, goes and buys some of these tallies, Hey, Not even, this, and this is a high-quality American. Well, that, there's, and and then they're they're coming over to handyman, and they handyman saying that those businesses along there are having people assaulting the customers, they're, and they're defecating, fornicating, urinating, and it's just it's a horrible situation. So handy, the loop. 
handyman wanted to close that, that off, that little driveway, because they're going to put up a six-foot fence and hopefully keep people from coming and loitering on the side of their building. So and in the midst of the conversation with the manager at Handyman, he said, gee, I wish our mayor would come down here and, and listen to us. And I'm like, okay. I said, Brian, let me come down and look at this. So I go down and I met with some business owners. They're telling me they're the horrible woe. And um, I put together a meeting with the city and with, with these handyman businesses to come, or the, and not the handyman, but the businesses in that area. And these people were just let it all hang out. They mm -hmm. were very upset. And then I went to the neighborhood watch picnics and I went to the neighborhoods on the north side of that area and mm -hmm. heard from those residents on like French Avenue. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. And these people have been suffering. Well, there's a, what we've done, and we, there was conversation about this when all this was happening, right? And this creating this sort of social service campus. And in large measure, these are wonderful people doing good work. That's right. right. That's right. So we can't say you can't be there. Um, but you are going to collect um, a lot of different people who have, have problems or have needs. Or, and again, you're talking about a, a narrow segment of the people who are there getting social services exactly. are causing problems. That's it's not right. like every person. But there is collecting a fair number of people who are just hanging. Right? They're just hanging out. Well, and there are people who are belligerent, belligerent enough that the, the Bishop Dudley will not allow them in during the day. Right. But they will allow them to sleep there at night. Because they're, 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 they're humanitarian people. So, but in the midst of that, they're out, outside yeah. in the daytime yeah. doing all sorts of things. So, so what's the, how do we coexist with yeah. that happening? And, and we shouldn't have uh, businesses suffering. Walls. And, Build walls. Yeah. No. Well, they're it's been thrown out as a They're building a, a fence. Well, so th that we're, we're, we just had another meeting um, about with the businesses and the nonprofits coming together and listening yeah. to each other. Do you think there's a solution there? I, I think one of the solutions is to um, take a look at the tallies. Well, forties. There, there's something. This is only called, sixteen. This ain't no forty. No, maybe. not that's. What are those ones they say is equivalent to four or five drinks? Yeah, no, they're big. Forties. Everyone I've talked with from all different aspects of this issue yep. have said that if you could help to take that from the next door neighbors. This is, uh, this is, uh, not I, that I can't, one, I'm, I'm for the radio, the slash podcast audience out there. This is a can of beer. But it's not a can of beer. Oh, I understand. It's, what are they called? I mean, they're. The they're, 40s. It's called the 40s? What? What are you, what? It's a really bad beer. It's like oh, yeah, four, liquor, to, four to five. Four to, got it. And it's like a dollar seventy or something. I mean, it's, got yes. it. Got it. It's yeah. not just a big beer. It's, no, no. It's 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 like they say high, it's, it's high alcohol, like ethanol, like ugh. No, that's what they say. It's like rock gut. I mean, well, I'm not gonna drink it. And, and they well, have, we've been informed on they that. They sell that's them. Good. Well, they are sold in single single yeah. serves. Yeah. So, no, I know what you're talking about. So that's the one of the things that. But we you can't. Make, I mean, what are you going to do? Stop the sale of. Uh, well, but there's something called suitable place, suitable person. So mm. is that a suitable place to have that right next to the homeless shelter? That, Where, but there's nothing around there to buy it. There's nowhere around Bishop Dudley or I mean, it's not. Yeah, like, there is. That place is right on 10th Street. That's selling it. Oh really? Oh yeah, it's right next door. 
Oh, those, I didn't know they were selling out of that. Yes, joint. they are selling. Out. Well, there's a restaurant there. Yeah. Is that the place? I'm not sure that I don't well, know. I got it. I got to cruise by yeah. and check. There's a there's a like service station. Like a, yeah, it was that's it. Okay. All right. All right. I'm informed now. Thank you, Teresa. Yes. So you're looking so, at that. Yeah. So we're looking at that. I mean, do we need porta potties? I mean, do you need? Some, there's no bathrooms in River in uh, Whittier. Nelson Nelson Park. Oh, Nelson Park. So even for kids using the skateboard park, you know, that might be a, something. Uh, but the business owners are suffering there, and we certainly don't want th them to be pulling yeah. out. Okay. You know. All so, right. Okay. So that's Whittier. All okay. right. Let's get to the good stuff here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Administration geothermal issues. Not so we flooded the place. You can't heat it, and the air conditioning doesn't work. Right? Is that do I got the list of things there that are wrong with that building? Well, you mean the recent flood? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's my question on this, right? Because uh, well, I, I have I bring, no problem. And I'm bringing. You'll see this if you're going to be watching. I'm bringing this up tonight. Okay. okay. Seven o'clock. I'm pulling three items from the consent agenda. Yeah. And I've asked. I've talked to our city attorney about what I can say. So. That's you can what. say anything you want. You, you really, I love this. Just, a, just really a side can't. note. Yes, you can. Side note. You do, when you go into executive session, you actually can talk about it. You're not banned from talking about it. Two, you actually do have to say what you talked about according to the law. So tell me right now, Teresa, you're in executive session. What was the subject of the executive session? I don't think I can tell you that. Well, it was to discuss, what, what is that generic thing they put out to discuss? that you have to report on the subject of the executive session. You cannot just go into executive session, discuss stuff, and come out and say, Ugh. I think we need the city attorney it, on the show. No, yeah. you don't you need the city what? attorney. Yes, you I need think, a real attorney. I think, oh. I think if she feels comfortable, I mean, I don't. No, you, you have to report. The, the, not, is that, that is true. That no, is the law. It says, go, it says on the description on the agenda to talk about like litigation pending legal matters. That, that's what it says. So I'm not going to be the one who's going to come on this show and say, well, no, I understand that. But, but this is a, you know, this is a, mis I think it's a misdemeanor. If you no, it is not, it is a misconception that is a crime for a, for a public official to actually talk. Well, that is not I'm not okay. Yes, Amen. Public input, Mr. Lally. I can't believe. But anyway, I can't believe you're so o against open government. Truth I am that. not against open government. Feels. Anyway. Yes. Consulting with legal counsel or reviewing communications from legal counsel about proposed or pending litigation or contractual matters pursuant to SDCL one. That's what I said. I gave you that. And in that is not reporting. Hey, look, I was deep into these issues for a long, long time, including Listen, standing up in meetings and saying, you must report no, this No, I get now. it, but have Counselor Greg Nicer on and ask I have him to reveal. Ask, ask him. Ask him asked. to reveal. And, it's just, and I'm only putting you, I'm putting you on the spot here, but it's the, same with the, it's the same with the entire council. It's the same with the county commission, and it's the same with every county commission across this state. And that is, you're hiding behind a law that doesn't let you do what you and, think and you I could do. And I don't want to hide, and, and I will tell you, you that I- Every time we challenge it, you lose. I, I will say that I, I have, I will ask, what can I say to the public when I vote no on this? You can well, say be, anything you want. Well, I, I'm, anyway, the city attorney has given me his blessing tonight to pull these things because here's what's going on with the administration building. We had the geothermal yep. cooling unit put yep. in. It was high tech, okay? Yep. It didn't work. 
It's good that the, 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 the science and the application of geothermal is real, by the way. It but does the, work. But this one didn't work. This one didn't work. We, <laughs> we had to replace it yep. at a cost of, I believe, it was $340,000. Don't trust to, Joe Sneedy. He didn't. Put, don't trust no, his he math. Got this that, is real math, right? He got that. That's his. He so. got it. So, so we've got that, and, 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 but we're back to who made the, who's liable for that cost to yep. replace it. Who's liable? We're still, the jury's still out as to which entity is responsible. So then what happens is they want to build up on the top floor, mm -hmm. to finish this top floor that, that was maybe going to be finished in 10 or 15 years or whatever. Right, 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 right. And hey, let's give the contract to these people who just, uh, who we're still trying to decide who's responsible. Let's give them some more work. And I'm saying, no, let's make that whole, let's get that, that thing rectified before we do any more business with anyone over here. So does that uh, make sense? I mean, yeah, if I was a homeowner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it does make sense. And, and, and they're, they're like, oh, we got to get this done fast and it's going to be cheaper if we go with it. And I'm like, no, the public wants us to, to use common sense. I'm a single woman. I'm, I don't make a lot of money, but I'll tell you what, I negotiate great deals when I have work done on my house. Sound like and, Donald Trump there for a second. Well, I, I, no, but I get a good warranty. I get a good warranty. Yes. You want the work to be stood by, and you, have, all people, know about how that goes with that event center's siding. I do. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So, so, why is it when it's dealing with the city that we allow, you know? I don't know. No recourse. I don't know, and and we never did find out who actually. Oh, I think we all know. Who said go ahead put that up? I think we we know, don't we, Teresa? You and I, we know. But right? just give me a nod. That, you don't that, have to say anything. I, I'm just saying that that in this instance it didn't make sense. So tonight no, I'm going to pull that out. We're going to discuss it. Hopefully we're going to be able to vote it down and say, you know, no, no more. We're not going to do this project right now. Let's get this thing, you know, pay up, make us whole. You know, you were the you were the contractor or the bill, whatever part you played in this. Somebody made a bad decision because they should have known there was quartzite bedrock below that building that you... It would, that it wouldn't have worked. That it wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. I knew that. No, I didn't. It, well, you got to leave. You know, well, well, you're looking at your but, watch. Well, you because it's... Yeah, well, I got... Okay, now... Well, don't wait for you. It's what, okay. what? <laughs> I also want to say, just if you don't mind. Until, go ahead. Project Trim. Yes, oh, wait a minute. Been, so we mark off administration yeah. Project building. Project Trim has been a big... Project Trim. Concern of mine. Yep. Aberdeen, Fargo, Brookings, they all have arborists within their city forestry department that take care of the trees in their boulevards. They go around, they have a, a section that mm -hmm. they do, they, mm -hmm. they trim the trees. Mm -hmm. In Sioux Falls, we have the homeowner. Oh, you don't have to tell me that, Teresa. And it I is, have a long and sordid history. Yes, I remember trim. that. that and so I've been saying to the city for years, you guys trim your own trees. You guys trim your own trees. You can do, you come by and snip it off quickly. One time, I'll never forget my elderly neighbor, Dorothy Lofnison, said they, they gave us our notices. She hires the contractor, you know, the arborist. They trim the tree. The city comes out and says, oh, it wasn't done right. You know, she trusted in them. And Dorothy says, cut that damn thing down. She was a feisty old Lutheran lady, and she's cut that thing down. And they did. They cut it down because it almost gets to the point of harassment, you know, where they're so 
it's and the question is, as a homeowner, you don't own that piece of land, right? You don't. No, is it? And then I had another neighbor, Sheila. They've been through my neighborhood three times now. Sheila had lost her job, didn't have any extra income. They come around, you get the letter, they're swarming like bees around honey, speaking of bees. You know, all those arborist companies are, it's, it's lucrative. It's lucrative, you no, know? No, I know. And so they, they Oh, it's very over. expensive to have them do it. Oh, and they did Sheila's tree 300 bucks and they just scalped it. And she had no extra money. And so it's, it's kind of like, it, it takes advantage of people. So I've been on them, I always talk about it. We got Don Kearney, the park director, to agree to do a pilot program in the hilltop area, they're going to take a four block by four block mm -hmm. area, and they're going to trim the trees mm -hmm. and take and, and track how much it costs. Now it'll probably That's be good. about two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm being sarcastic, but uh, I mean I keep saying if it's the parks department. It's going to take six guys to drive the truck. Well, no, I mean, I have a feeling they're going to say, well, Teresa, yeah, that'll never work. It's so darn expensive. But I've been saying to them, tell me when you're going to start, where I want the specific addresses. I'm going to go out there and take before and after pictures. I'm going to be right on them. Also, it's, it, if you do it yourself, and I know this from experience, it's, it's what is it, ten, is it 12 over the sidewalk or 10 over the sidewalk? 10 over the sidewalk, 12 over the street? Yeah, yes. That, Getting it up that high, getting like yes, if getting if you have more than one tree, it is dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous because nobody has a ladder tall enough. No, and then so you're and you're trying if you're to like me, it. you're standing on the top of the ladder that says this is not a step. You're trying to grab something up here and pull it down far enough you can trim it so it well, will flip back up so it'll be twelve feet above the ground. They won't identify the branch or the tree. No. So it could be it could be a branch, you know, this an inch an inch wide. And, and you still have to hire that arborist. Also, I think, I think the city was out to get me for a while. I don't want to sound paranoid. <laughs> but I, because I came around one year, I trimmed them. They came back and said, oh, you didn't do it high enough. So I did it again. And they came back again the next year. Yes. Two years in a row. I don't think so. I don't think I so. Remember, I remember that. It's well documented. Yes. yes it is. <laughs> um, so, so anyway. I'm so gonna, project trim, you want the city to pay for project trim. Well, would there? I would like. So it, the other thing that I got done at the budget time running out of time is I, I I proposed a project trim fund for people who have a financial hardship. Well, that. And and I, I met with Some all the, the counselors. Are. So that's what I don't get me on the prisoner thing. I'm the one who told the mayor about the prison. I called it Project Inmate. I told them about it before the election. Well, they quit shoveling snow, so they probably won't cut that, trees. Oh, they are cutting trees. Oh, don't, they're using. But don't the you remember when the uh, oh, warden said it was too cold for them to go out and shovel snow? I met with the warden after they. No, they they quit doing that because no one would supervise the, the guys. Oh, because the them. guards didn't want to go out in the cold. Well, I'm oh, not, I get it now. But anyway, they're they're gonna. We got a fifty thousand dollar fund that we're gonna use to if somebody's got oh, a that's hardship. Good that they can apply for that and that, that will help them, I think. That's lovely. And then we so got that's this, project yeah. Table tennis, this is just plain old weird, Teresa. You liked it, you gave it a like, Mr. I did, Rally. I did like it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tracking my likes, Teresa? Yeah, well, I see. Russians? Yeah. Wait. No, Clint Brown, do you know him? I know Clint Brown, yeah. From, from Strong Towns and he, he tagged me a, a while back on, on this table tennis no, they're cool. thing. And so I said, hey. How about you know, chess tables? I like it. 
That would be another, I, you had to start somewhere. So yeah. I talked him into So going go with the big one. <laughs> well, I just thought that looked like it would be. It is fun. More. You know, I, uh, I once, uh, I was uh, City Parks Department, uh, Tom Rodert and I, doubles ping pong champions. Really? Yeah, circa 1970. So you're going to enjoy, you might oh, go, yeah. like yeah. get off the bike path, have a paddle, in, you know, yeah. and just, yeah. I just think it could be a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, so they, I, like I got cool. I got them to buy onto it. They'll get gang so. tags on them. Would be awesome. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. How much so, is that? So well, the, you mean to buy them? Yeah. They could be up to five thousand dollars a piece. So we allocated twenty thousand dollars within the park budget. But hey, They're out concrete, of like a, though, a twenty million dollar budget. So yeah, they're concrete. They're concrete ping pong tables yeah. with the. Con no, they're pod Yeah, well, that's how you learn. Parks Department, that's where we played all our ping pong. Terrace Park. You got to play the wind. Oh, that's well, huge. Playing the wind is huge. In well, anyway, I, I pitched it to Don, to the Park Department, the counselors. Everybody thought it'd be a good idea to try it. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. Nice okay. work. Thank you. Do you know Thank where they're going yet? No, and I left that up to Don Kearney to oh, that's decide. that's a nice idea. Well, it, but I'm sure he'll take suggestions. Yeah, I'll call him. You know. I'll call him after okay. this. Okay. All right. uh, and then finally, and before we let you go, <laughs> we're not, because you put on I your park, talk about that one, parking yeah. ramp and parking space in downtown. Yeah. How come you can't talk about that? Well, was that on, wait a minute, was that on the executive I session go. agenda? <laughs> oh, go. now we know. <laughs> you put this on there before you knew about it. There you go. You heard it here, confirmed. In executive session, they discussed Parking ramp and parking no, space. No, I never said that. Let's talk about it generically. People, right? I didn't say No, that. we're going to talk about it generically. Two, there's two things about this that bug me, all right? One, you know, do we, I do actually do think there's a need for commercial parking. On the other hand, all more parking does is make people drive more and people need to drive less. But the parking ramp, <laughs> that, that parking ramp was problematic from the get-go. Oh, really? You, you know I said that over and over. Yeah, so I do know you said that over and over. Over and over. And I'm still saying that about stuff. Yeah. You know, Counselor Brecky, she says to me, Teresa, you got a pretty good gut. You, you, you say something. Well, I will say to her, know. you know, there's a problem here. And she, yeah. she Well, and, and that's, you know, and let's, let's be honest here. And I know you don't want to talk about the mayor directly, but he, they were in a they're in a terrible spot because they knew it was a terrible deal. There was, if they would have backed out of it, they'd have taken the, they, they, they took a flyer on it and it went bad on them. But they came into office with a horrible situation there, right? They, I'd give him a pass. There was a challenge, but, but well. I know see, there was another vote. You tried to bring it well, back to the Can I just say I plead the fifth? <laughs> That's fine. Can I just say that? And with, and with mean, that, we'll let you go because yeah, you got to go. There's a meeting yes, tonight. And you guys are. Can I get one of those? Can I get one of those uh, bingo cards? Yeah, yeah. You can get a I bingo card before those. you leave. I got to see that. I've got three of hey, those. Will you play bingo? I've for got my... three of them at home. By the will way, you, Staley you runs on. You don't have to pick up the did microphone. You, did you change? <laughs> Yeah, there was a I got to see what, yeah, I got to see. Will you play you bingo on from yeah. the dais? Oh. <laughs> I will. I'll take a card. All right, okay. cool. Well, I won't use my cell phone. By the way, that's, that's for another meeting. Don't yelling into the microphone so like that. It was fine where it was. 
Well, there I'm, ta you go. I'm taking it off, and I'm moving as we talk because I got to no, get to. I just want to say, I got to use the little ladies' room. Teresa, okay. thank you. Yeah. Oh my God, she's just walking away. <laughs> okay, Teresa okay. Staley, city councilor, thank, thank you for thank being you. here. Thank I you. have a. Every Tuesday night, we're down here at the Full Circle Book Co-op, your uh, conservative, communist, left-leaning, libertarian bookstore and cafe, beautiful downtown Sioux Falls. This show is, thanks for dropping that microphone on the table. <laughs> mic drop. That's a mic this, this, uh, this show is sponsored by Northview Bait and Tackle, the finest uh, bait, live bait, dead tackle, propane, propane accessories, U-Haul, uh, long-term storage, and high-end dog and cat food. It's Northview Bait and Tackle on North Guanas Avenue, just off Russell. And as usual, the great and powerful Rich Show will take us out. He's kind enough to let us use his music for this program. And until next week, thank you all for coming. We'll see you next week. That's going to be great outtake. Just touch your ear. And I can't tell what I need to have. Everyone is falling to the ground, but I won't run away. Taking just the things you know and love from yesterday.
Just like that in 